Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart. Hey, did I get your attention? We're doing something special for the next month. We're going to focus on now business. Like how do you generate income today, right now? My name is Jesse Zagorski. You probably know me as one of the regular hosts here, producer of the Agent Power Huddle. I'm also a broker associate with eXp. And what I keep hearing over and over again is agents that truly need to shift their business. The market shifted, they need to shift and they got to close the deals today. And so whether you're a brand new agent this series is for you. Experienced agent, this series is for you. It doesn't matter. Agent on a team, team leader, we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today. Not in the future, not tomorrow, today. This is what we're focusing on all month, the techniques, the strategies you need. So welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Amy Izzo here, spilling the tea with Amy on Wednesdays. So welcome back. Week two of the business planning series. Last week, we talked about what the components are of your business plan. We're so, I think some of you were here with me too last week. So um, anybody have a chance to work on business plan based on our conversation? No, not yet. <laughs> okay, no problem. It's okay if you haven't. it's okay if you haven't worked out your business plan yet. So, um, so wait, a good goal is to have this done by the end of the month, and that's why I'm kind of doing a series all month and breaking down different pieces of it. So last week we talked about the whole plan, right? So, um, what's your vision for your business? What's your mission for your business? Just to kind of recap a little bit. And then, you know, knowing where you are today. So how much have you sold so far this year, year to date? Not what's closing in November and December through November 9th. How much have you closed? Was that enough? Was that not enough? Why and why not? Right. Just kind of knowing where you're at today. Where do you see yourself at the end of next year? So this time next year or you can call it December of 2023, where do you see yourself? Where do you need to be in your business? Where do you want to be in your business? And where do you need to be in your business? Um, and that's dollars too, but it's not just dollars. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, that today. But where do you, you know, we need the money to fuel our life, to fuel our business. Um, but it's bigger than when we're setting the specific goals, it's bigger than that. And we talked a little bit about setting goals then to get you there. If I know where I'm at today and I know where I'm going, now I just need strategies and tactics to get there. And so I have to start to set some goals around not only what I'm going to achieve, but also set some goals and some strategies and tactics in place of how am I going to get that stuff done, right? So if I'm going to, if I want to be the number one agent in my office, or I want to go from 14 transactions to 28 transactions next year, right? Either one. What is it that I'm going to be able to do to get there? Am I going to focus on listings to get there? Am I going to focus on buyers to get there? Am I going to blend that strategy? Am I going to meet more new people? Is the majority of my business coming from my sphere of influence? And that is a great compliment because people that know, like, and trust me want to do business with me, which is great. But do I need to meet more strangers in order to increase my number of transactions? Or do I not need to increase my number of transactions? I need to increase my price point, right? I need a higher price point. So I do some few less transactions, but I still command the income that I want to command. 
So it's kind of knowing where I'm at today, knowing where I'm going tomorrow. And then this middle portion is building the plan to get there. And today we're going to talk about building the goals in your business plan. So if you've got the plan laid out, you know your vision, you know your mission, you know where you are today, you know where you're going. Now it's this middle section that we want to sort of work on is, well, what are the specific goals to get us there? So anybody ever heard of a SMART goal? SMART goals. So some of us set goals like this. I'm going to sell. I'm going to make, I'm going to make a hundred thousand next year. I'm going to lose 30 pounds, right? Some of us set goals like that. A lot of us do. Even I've done that in the past. Okay. So how we want to set goals though, is a little bit more specific so that We can track our progress along the way and we have a gauge or a measurement to know where are we at any portion, any time of the year. Also, we want to set goals more specifically to give ourselves some grace um, and give ourselves some accountability, a little of both. We need grace, but we need accountability. If I say I'm going to lose 30 pounds and I don't put a time frame around that, for example, and I'm not specific on how I'm going to achieve that. I've just left myself a big open window of I can lose 30 pounds five years from now. I probably, when I set that goal, don't want to wait five years to lose 30 pounds, do I? I probably want to do that now, tomorrow, yesterday, right? Or soon, which isn't so realistic, right? But I want I want to make sure I set real specific goals. Yes, G, you're right. So SMART goals are specific. So that's the S. So they're very specific. They're measurable. I can see in the goal when I look at it exactly how I'm going to know if I am achieving or on my way to achieving that goal, right? Where am I to my goal? They are actionable which means there's action in the goal. I can see the action in the goal, actionable, not attainable. I would argue you can attain any goal that you put the commitment behind. So it's actionable as the A. The R is realistic, right? I think sometimes that's what we mean when we say attainable, it's realistic. So I don't want to set a goal that is so unrealistic that I demotivate myself because I can't achieve it. I also don't want them to be too easy, right? So easy that it's really not going to move the needle the way I need to move the needle. So, um, and then time bound, I should be able to look at the goal and see the time that it's going to be achieved by. So SMART is specific. It's measurable, it's actionable, it's realistic, and it's time bound. So let's take a shot at it. Let's take my I'm going to lose 30 pounds goal. I'm going to lose 30 pounds. Is that a smart goal? No, it is not very smart. How would I make that that better? Somebody help me out. I would... uh figure out what type of way I'm going to modify my diet specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I would figure out, cause that's the biggest part is eating. People think it's working out. Um, I would also time block what times of day during the week I would work out. If that's something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
how to take it a step further, maybe smaller goals in between. I'm going to lose between one and two pounds a week. Mm -hmm. Did I give you the answer you wanted? (laughs) Is there more? So I love that we're watching your thought process because this is how you build your goal. This is how you build your smart goal. You have to think a little bit more granular than I just want to lose 30 pounds. I'm going to lose 30 pounds. You have to think a little bit more granular to write that goal. So if now I made you, I didn't make you, but I asked you to write in a sentence how a smart goal around how you might achieve 30 pounds using some of the things that you said, what would you? What would we write? Let's write it together. What would we write? I would write down my, I'm a huge fan of of balance and calorie deficit. I'm not a fan of strong, aggressive, like I'm going to yo-yo diet or do keto or do this or do that. So that said, I would probably focus on an all-inclusive diet, but more calorie deficit. So I would identify how many calories I need to consume. And how many I would need to burn in order to lose a pound or two a week. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, uh, although I love dancing, I would incorporate heavier lifting because the heavier you lift, the more calories your body burns in downtime. So I would figure out how much cardio I would desire to do and how much heavy lifting I desire to do to attain that goal. Okay. So now let's write a goal. Okay. Let's write a goal. We'll use all your strategies. Let's write a goal. Okay. All right. So you ready? Mm -hmm. So I will lose 30 pounds. Okay. By I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'm going to make it up. I'm going to say I will lose 30 pounds by June 30th of 2023. Jeez. I almost said 2022. (laughs) (laughs) We are behind. The year is coming. I will lose 30 pounds by June 30th of 2022 by tracking my nutrition through calorie deficit strategy, right? Mm. Uh, I'm going to just make it up. The 30 minutes of cardio per day and weightlifting twice per week. That's how you write the goal. I'm not saying that's your goal, Jess. You just help me. <laughs> that's not my goal either. That actually really will work. I would just increase the weightlifting to three to four times a week and cardio three to four times a week. There she goes. There she goes. So, <laughs> so that, so here are the, pro- so, okay. So good. You found my problems and my goal. So what I said was I'll lose 30 pounds by June 30th by tracking my nutrition using a calorie deficit strategy. I'm just using what you said, right? Mm-hmm. Comma, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 30 minutes of cardio per day. I don't know if I said that. I might have just said to cardio. So now we've got the daily and weightlifting. I did say twice a week. So three times a week, right? Mm-hmm. Is that specific? Is it? No, because you cardio, you would, you would probably want to be more specific, right? Like what type of cardio? You could be. Yeah. Okay. You could be more specific. Um, I would probably for me, now this is where we're all going to vary. For me, I'd probably write it that way because I know when I say cardio, I mean elliptical. I don't mean dance, even though I dance a lot. And that's what people know me for mm-hmm. recently. Um, that I don't actually consider that exercise. I know it is, but it, in my mind, that is not my exercise. So it's fun time. Uh, so <laughs> it's like for me, it's elliptical, it's Zumba, it's um, it's running walk, like a run walk. That's what my cardio is. So you could get real specific and say, but I don't like to put myself in a box. So that's why I just said 30 minutes of cardio per day. So 
Um, but you want to be real specific. This is a great conversation that we're having. How many people are really writing goals this way? It takes time, doesn't it? We spent 12 minutes or eight minutes probably of the last 12 minutes talking about losing 30 pounds and how we write that goal. Right? And what are the components that go into that? And the pieces, whether you do it through, you know, what Jess said, calorie deficit or cardio or weightlifting or how specific you get around that is really up to you and what you're willing to do in those in, in for that specific goal, right? But now apply that to your business, right? So when you say, I'm going to sell $100,000 next year, that's a great goal, but that's not a goal. It's not a specific goal. It's not a smart goal because it doesn't tell me what the action is that you're going to do in the lose weight goal, it tells me what the actions I'm going to do. I'm going to track my nutrition through calorie deficit and I'm going to do cardio and weightlifting, right? And how often I'm going to do it. It's all in my goal. So if that is my real goal, I, by the way, I know I, I know when I'm going to know if I've achieved it because it's due by June 30th, right? I know how much I have to lose because I said 30 pounds or I want to lose. I said 30 pounds. I said what I'm going to do. I can track this at any time and know, am I on track? So a week from now, if this is my goal, I can go, okay, have I worked out 30 minutes per day for the last week? And have I weight lifted three times? Oh shit. I didn't even start <laughs> eight days in. I didn't even start, right? That happens to all of us. So, okay. Course correct right? No shame, course correct. Let me get on track with that goal. So that's how we want to write all our goals, our business goals, our personal goals, our financial goals. That's how we want to write all of our goals and all of our quadrants, our relationship goals. That's how we want to write our goals. And yes, I know I'm talking business plan, but I'm a firm believer that you can't have a strong, healthy business unless you operate in all quadrants of your life. So if you took a piece of paper out, just a blank piece of paper, and you drew like four quadrants, kind of just a line down the middle and across, and you drew four quadrants, I would say just fill those quadrants. I would fill, I would, the first one I would say is business. The second quadrant I would say is relationships. The third quadrant I would say is um, financial. Hold on, hold on. Oh, sorry. I'll go find Stop behind. Sorry. That <laughs> one is personal. So we just drew four quadrants. What what are they again? Sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna go over them again. Business. Okay. business. First one is business. Okay. Second one is relationships. Third one is financial. Financial. Right. And then personal. Got it. Thank Next. you. Now you can, can can you arguably change these or add one? Yes. There are folks that say you should have one that's spiritual. I just put my spiritual in my personal, right? That's how I do it. So can you veer from this? Yes, you can create what works for you. Um, success, I believe, comes from identifying what works for you, taking something that you learned from someone else that spoke to you and appealed to you, and then making it work for you. Now, there's some components you got to copy and paste, right? I really think your goals have to be smart. They have to be real specific, so when I write a business goal, one of my business goals that I wrote um, two years ago was to increase my listings. So my SMART goal that year was I was going to list an additional two homes per month um, over, I'm in a kind of a Midwestern market, guys, so over 200000 
you know, each, right? Over 200,000 each by meeting more people that don't know me through lead generation, through online lead generation. And I gave myself till the end of the year, so 1231, that year when I wrote it, to do it. So when you looked at it, you knew I was going to add two listings per month to my portfolio. They were going to be over 200,000. So the one that came in under 200,000 that was extra didn't count in my, because that's how I'm measuring it for myself. And I was going to do that by meeting people that I don't know, strangers, right? And I was going to meet them online. I was going to do some online lean generation to meet them. And I was going to achieve it by the 31st of that year, because I knew I would need time to make that consistent. Even if I started that day, which I did, I started right away, I would need the year to make sure that I had added an additional two listings per month. At the time, I knew I was listing about four homes a month. So I wanted to list six homes a month. Does that make sense? You're copying that. Go, go, Tara, go. I'm glad. So, you know, so it needs to be so. And I would say, Tara, where are you today? How many are you listing today? Make sure you know that so that you can track if it is two listings. If you really are, you know, adding to a month or that's what you really do want to do for you, then you know if you're on track or not. And now it's just about executing. All I really had to do was figure out, okay, what is the online lean generation I'm going to test? I tested a few different ones. Um, and then stayed the course on them and then measured it every 90 days. I Now, I say you really need, with any lead generation that you're doing, you really need to give it a full 90 days. Sometimes you need to give it longer, depending on what it is, um, to, to, to judge the source and to judge the ROI. Sometimes that depends on time of year too, but... Um, if I had to like commit and I could only commit to one number, I would commit for online leads to six months. Um, but minimally, I think you have to give something 90 days before you judge it because it takes time. When you do online lead generation, In mo- depending on what you're doing, you're catching people. A lot of uh, what I do is on social media, I'm catching people socializing. So the psychology of that lead is that they're socializing, they're watching reels, they're reading about their friends and family, um, they're reading something political, whatever they do on that platform. And then they see something about real estate from me, which gets them curious and clicking. It doesn't mean they wanted me right then. So I got to wait for the buildup for them to want me. And that could take six or more months. It just depends on kind of where they're at in their process. So I like to give any online lead generation, I digress a little, a little, a little about six months. But your goals are in those categories. I've talked about business, relationships, financial, personal. I would argue you could have a successful business, but not a healthy business if your relationships are shit, right? If my kids, not, and I've been there, like uh, my teen, teenagers will call you out on everything. So when I started in real estate, my kids were 10 and four, and now they're um, 15 and 21, almost 22. And one of the reasons I told them mom was leaving corporate America 
was to be home with them more, be more available to them, but to start a real estate business and be more available to you. And like six months into it, they were like, well, you're here. We see you, but you're not here. And they were little kids, right? Preteens at that time. And then when they became teenagers, they were really like, you're working too damn much, right? When I was working too damn much. And so my business was doing well, but my relationships were shit because my kids love me and I love them, but they still felt like mom wasn't engaged because mom wasn't engaged. So you could say the same thing about a significant other. So I really think when you set your goals for your business plan, you've got to set your business goals and specifically how you're going to get there. But you've got to do the same thing in your relationships. You've got to do the same thing in your financial. You've got to do the same thing in your personal because you can't be left behind. I am a person and not everyone is like me, but that will abandon myself first to take care of the people, to keep, take care of the financial, to care, take care of the business. I will just put Amy on the back burner. That's how I got to over 400 pounds for those of you that know my story, which I'm not anymore. So um, so I'm just one of those people. I will abandon me first. So I have to set my goals to be successful in total life, in all of life, business, relationships, financial, personal. And that's how that's how I do it. And I set the SMART goals in each area. So, and this is why it's important to know where you are today. So really take an inventory of where am I at in my business today? And when you take this inventory, I want you to take it as data, no emotion. So you've got to get your mind right about that and put the emotion to the side and take the inventory. How many did I sell? How many do I want to sell? So, or if it's not about how many, how much did I make? How much do I want to make? Right. Um, if it's about, so one of my goals this year is increasing my price point in my area. So it's not necessarily about selling more homes. I'd actually like to sell less homes for more money. So that I'm that's that's a different goal in my business this year. So now my strategies have my goal has to read that way, and my strategies have to be around how am I going to sell less but make more right? On that production, right? I've got to meet people at higher price points. So I have to speak to a different client avatar. So I'm going to do it with some digital marketing. So to a different audience than I have focused on before. So that's how my business goal needs to read. But as important as all my business goals are, my relationship goals have to be written. My financial goals have to be written and all my personal development stuff has to be written. So I don't gain a bunch of weight this year while I'm increasing my price point and growing my team and doing all my things. Um, I keep exercising and I keep doing things I like that fulfill me, like I ballroom dance. I, I really love that. I'm really sad on days I don't get to go. I'm not sad, but I I miss it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I miss it. I do take a break from it, but I miss it. Like on the weekend, we don't ballroom dance on Saturday and Sunday. I miss it. I'm so excited on Monday, you know, but I have a great weekend. So I shouldn't say I'm sad. I'm sad when I don't dance. <laughs> um, I'm 100% there with you. 100%. Yeah. You know, whatever it is for you, you know, making sure you have the hobby, making sure you have uh, the family time, the relationship time, the and then making sure your finances, you know, are where you want them to be. So, you know, you make all the money in the world. And if you don't, uh, know what to do with it, or you don't filter it to the places that you really want to filter it. And some of that is fun. And some of that may be investment and some of that may be other goals. So I have a client that wants to buy an investment property next year. And so, you know, one of her goals is that she's going to 
buy a investment property. We came up with her dollar amount at a specific dollar amount. That's her kind of max budget, right? Um, by the end of June, that's she gave herself till mid-year. So um, we want to make sure now she makes the money in her business right? To have that of, to be able to easily be able to do that, right? Not that, and I'm sure she'll, she'll use strategies, right? She'll use financial strategies to borrow money to do that, but she still wants to make sure she has enough coming in her business and she's tying that to that financial goal. Make sense? I make my workouts um, with just my dance classes because it's a stress relief too. So it's like a double um, pro in my life, Uh non-negotiable. And I make it a price, like in my calendar, I color code things that make me money. And though dancing doesn't directly make me money, it is a stress reliever and allows me to operate at a higher level. So it's Uh non-negotiable, period. I love that. And I I treat it as if I were meeting with a client and I would not under any circumstances not meet with the client unless knock on wood, a house was on fire or there was a family, like a serious family emergency. Yeah. So I do my best to follow that about 85% of the time during the year. <laughs> hey, if you're doing an 80, 20 rule, we all have days. We all have days where I'm like, I haven't done anything for me. Um, but as soon as I rem- I realize that, then I, I get after it, right? And do something for me if it's something small and then in my normal routine. I love that, Tara, you want to be um you want to be on two podcast, you want to be a guest on two podcasts a month, two podcasts per month. So 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 you want to write that as a goal. So so what would your are you there? Will you unmute? What was your what would your goal sound like? How are we going to get there? Let's figure out how we're going to get you on two podcasts a month. She might not be able to unmute. So I'll just talk. So what Tara needs to do is kind of brainstorm that. If if I wanted to be on two podcasts a month, I guess I would have to go um, figure out what kind of podcast I want to be on. Oh, did you unmute Tara? No, you didn't. Um, I, I did. I'm, oh, you did. Oh, good. So sorry. That's okay. I'm holding laundry oh, okay. at the same time and putting on my makeup, but I didn't want to miss the mo- the the appointment. I love it. So. I love that. I do that too. Um, <laughs> um, so what kind of I'm not sure anything that financial planning, motivation, goal setting. Um, I feel like I could indirectly meet my audience by meeting them, you know, like the whole find people who are like you and they'll like you idea. Yeah. Uh-huh. If I find other who are all about goal setting and motivation and positive thinking and financial planning, then they're all, you know, most people eventually buy a house. So they hear me and they go, oh, I like her personality and she's a realtor. Yeah. I, this is like, like, this is just in the very early stages in my head. I've never been on a single one. So this is kind of a big goal to be like, this is what I want to do. Okay. Um, so when you're like, what are the bite sizes to get you there? I don't know, but I'm just going to start saying like, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, today's goal is to figure out how to start doing it. Okay. Well, let's talk about it. If you knew, I know you said you don't know, but if you knew, what would you do? What's one Uh, idea and we can help Tara. Well, I joined a bunch of on LinkedIn and um, Facebook. I followed a bunch 
bunch of podcast creators that I already know I like and mm-hmm. I would enjoy interacting with mm-hmm. and just started interacting with their content. That, that was as far as I've gotten. Perfect. So you do know what to do. You did the first thing. That's what you do. Okay. You got to, okay. so you need to meet more people that do podcasts. So first you got to okay. figure out what podcast do you like and who do you respect in that space, yeah. right? That when you listen to them, when you see their podcast, you listen to them, something resonates with you, right? And then I love what Kim said, DM them. I want to be on. I'd love to be on. I love your podcast. Here's why I love it. Here's an episode I just listened to. And I would love to be on. I have something, you know, I have some things to say. I, they will have you on. I'm telling you, especially in you, especially in real estate. There are so many um, in real estate that are not necessarily just about real estate that they will have you on. So your smart goal um, would be around how many times a month you're going to do that to get you to appear on two podcasts this year, if that's your goal. I don't want to write your goal for you. So you want to write write a real specific goal. I'm going to get on two podcasts. I'm going to make this up. Two podcasts this year um, as a guest, right? Or uh, I don't know if you want it to be more frequent or that than that or not. By June or by July, you know, you set the kind of deadline through um, identifying the podcast I'd really love to be on, identifying what my value is, what I could share, and telling the hosts. Okay, right. And there might be other yes, there might be other things um, that you decide to do. Maybe say I'm going to post it on social media, right? That I want to be on a podcast. I don't know what else you'll decide, but this is the process of writing your smart goal around it. Okay. That help? I, I like that. I needed that. Yes, it does. After. Um, and after. then my, uh, go ahead. And then my ultimate, ultimate goal is after I've accomplished that for a year of, of making it on a podcast month to start my own. Beautiful. That's great. Like once I know the, once I know the process. Great. Awesome. Um, so you should, con- you should message me when you have time. And we should get you on the host in December. So you're going to get your first podcast. You're going to be on your first podcast. You're going to be on APH on one of my Wednesdays with me. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. You got your first one. That's how it works, guys. That's how it happens, right? So she just started with, I want to be on a podcast, right? And then it's, well, okay, I want to do two right? I don't remember the frequency. I know it's in the comments. I'm sorry. And then now it's okay. Well, let's talk about, let's brainstorm. And Tara, you could have done this without us, right? Let's brainstorm. What is it I need to do specifically so I can write a goal that's specific, measurable. Like I'll know if I'm on track or not. It's actually, I see the action in the goal. It's realistic. It's very realistic. You could be on two podcasts. You could probably be on way more than those. And it's time bound. Just throw a deadline in there so that I hold myself accountable and I have something to measure against. That's it. That's how we do it. That's how it works. So last week, everyone, what we were going to do is figure out where we were in our business. If we haven't done it so far, it's okay. So this is your homework. Before we get together next week for week three of business planning, I want you to go write your vision, write your mission if you haven't yet for your business for your life, right? However you want to put that together. I want you to make sure you know where you're at today and where you want to go in each of these four quadrants, business, relationships, financial, and personal, and start writing your SMART goals. And next week, we'll talk about how we're going to pull some of that together. Sound good? Sounds awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome.
business plan by the end of the month, all of us. Yeah. Hey, Tara. Yeah. We also have Kim Randall on here and she said to reach out to her. We can get some podcasts set up for you. You got your first one with Amy and we can just keep going. All you got to do is manifest it and say it out loud and it happens. See, wow. Now, now you got to change your goal. Now you got to change your goal. It's got to be higher. I'm like, four. I'm like, I'm like giggly. It's weird. Um, Double it, girl. <laughs> so that's awesome. Tip I will give you though, anywhere you appear and we'll, we'll do this for you, but anywhere you appear though, they should give you a copy of your appearance and then you can share that. And that's, what's going to help you get more. I'm trying to figure out how to open my. Um, awesome. Well, I'm, 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 I'm up for the day guys. Thank you so yeah. much. Have a great day. I'll see you next week. I hope you got some value. Bye. Love you. You got this. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.